Welcome to Mrs. Crow's Podcast, Episode 1, Myth 1. Children learn second languages quickly and easily. Based on that article, it made my brain think a lot. The first thing that came to my mind was my uncle. Um, My uncle Sig was first generation. His full name is Sigismund Ludwig Sukovicsi. (laughs) So he is first generation to this country. Both my grandparents, well, my grandmother was born in Germany and my grandfather was born in Poland. Uncle Sig was the first child born here in America. And this was his job as a young child and going to school, being the first one going to school. He had to translate between his parents and his teachers um, and learn three languages because in order to communicate with his father, he needed to know Polish. And in order to communicate with his mother, he needed to know German. And then in order to communicate at school, he had to learn English. So that was a very long time ago, way before I was born, obviously. Um, I don't exactly remember the year, but it does make me think about how education has evolved since then, but also how it hasn't evolved since then, because my uncle was just expected to be that translator, kind of how we expect the children nowadays to be translators for the teachers and the adults. I did like the different research that showed that adolescents and adults were actually better than young children under these controlled uh, conditions for the research because everyone is very quick to assume that children are really good at just picking up things quickly, which might be misconstrued by the fact that they are able to learn different games and cell phones and technology very quickly. And even if they do understand the language, they might not necessarily feel comfortable enough to be those translators or to be as quote unquote good as we think they are. Um, which led me that last paragraph of myth one, it just, I probably read it like 16 times. (laughs) What does it mean for the teacher in this aspect of, you know, children learning languages? Not as fast as we assume that they are. Um, The one part of the article that stuck out to me was um, the fact that they can be, more embarrassed. Um, Sometimes we don't think that they can, but I've watched that firsthand in my sixth grade classroom, where if you try and put a student on the spot that doesn't feel comfortable with answering, they completely shut down if they're not ready. I learned that really quick within the first couple of days, getting to know my students, because I had some level one immersion bilinguals and they didn't want to answer any questions or communicate with me at all, especially in a large group. But when you get to know them and you start building those relationships little by little, they open up and they do grow. However, that part of you know being embarrassed, they don't want to be made fun of. They don't want to use the grammar because that's normally where they have most troubles with grammar. And they don't want to speak out in front of the class because they don't want to look dumb or stupid in front of their peers because they don't know the language. Especially in middle school, that is super difficult. Um, 
to get students to participate in a large group setting. I really focused on my emergent bilinguals when they would answer, or excuse me, when they would raise their hand, I would try to make a point to call on them to answer because it wasn't very common for them to participate in that whole group way. When I had them in small groups, we would just, you know, try and have some organic conversations and get them comfortable with speaking with me, no matter how bad they thought they were at English or how bad I am at Spanish. I kind of just use it as a teaching tool where we would learn each other's language. They would laugh at me um, when I said their native tongue completely wrong. Um, and that would kind of be an icebreaker for them to try and speak more willingly more willingly with me. I'm happy to report that when I did that last year, right before COVID, we were giving um, some speeches in front of the class and all of my emergent bilinguals, even though they were nervous and I they gave them nice pep talks, they all spoke a very short, but to them, it was a big deal of weather presentation. And they said it all in English, even though I gave them the opportunity beforehand to say it in Spanish, but encourage them. I said, hey, it'd be really great if you could do this in English. I know you can do it. And they did. And they were so proud of themselves. And I was super proud of them as well as the whole class because the entire class understands that they don't know the language or they're learning the language. And it was a big success for everyone. But my main takeaways from this myth is that I still think it needs a lot more research. And I also think it needs a lot more notability or more people need to understand or read this article um, because we're so quick to assume because maybe they're able to do it for one thing or two things, translate or understand the language um, better than their parents. But that's not always the case. So we have to be careful making sure that, that our emergent bilinguals feel comfortable with learning the language, not pressured, and we're just watching out for them as educators and trying to figure out the best way to support them for their needs. Because sometimes teachers are very good at that and sometimes they are not. And it's important that we treat all students with the respect and support that they need on an individual basis. Or else they're not really going to learn if they don't respect that you understand where they're coming from. I don't know. This, I'm telling you, this myth made me think a lot. It made me just, I don't know. It was a good one. I really like that one. Because I would say, now I did not do any research, but I would say that most people would assume that this is true, that children can learn languages way faster um, than children in, or adolescents and parents. And that could be true for some, but I did like that this was the first myth that we started with because it's definitely one of the first things that comes to people's minds. A real brain teaser and a thinker this one was. Just get my brain moving and moving and moving in multiple different directions because I did have the opportunity to work with um, 
emergent bilinguals in like second and third grade, and they are very different from sixth graders. And I've worked with eighth grade as well, but it also depends on their level of proficiency with the language when they're coming to your classroom. Are they newcomers to this country? Is Spanish or whatever language that they speak, is that the number one spoken language in their home? Um, and there's many factors that play into a, a child's understanding of language. Do they have support at home? Do they have parents that are also trying to learn the language or parents that are apprehensive or don't want to learn the language? Um, because that's something that students deal with as well. They get upset when they're trying to uh, translate between English and Spanish because their parents maybe don't understand English and they hate English for some reason, or there's lots of factors. So that last paragraph about what it means as a teacher, um, just being sensitive and understanding and really learning your, your students and where they come from and getting to know them and supporting them in the best way possible and just not assuming that they are built-in translators or they're getting it quickly. I think that's my biggest takeaway and um, what we all need to keep thinking about.